Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. If you think that one buy and hold or one flip or one mailer is going to change your trajectory, that's not the case given the market and the competition. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. I want to introduce to you Ash Patel. He's a full-time commercial real estate investor. He's going to be doing the interview today and a lot of them moving forward. I'm still going to be doing interviews, just not as many. And he is going to ask tough questions while still building rapport. That way it's not awkward. He's a good friend of mine. Join me in welcoming Ash Patel. Hello, Best Ever listeners. Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever Show. I'm Ash Patel, and I'm with today's guest, Dom Santanello. Dom is joining us from Western Massachusetts. He has done a combination of flips, wholesale deals, and burrs, and also owns multifamily. Dom, thanks for joining us, and how are you today? Hey, thanks so much for having me. I'm doing awesome. Great to hear. Dom, before we get started, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Yeah, no problem. So, I'm 29 years old, live in Western Mass, have a fiance, Claire, was a degree engineer working for corporate for seven years and recently made the switch to a full-time engineer. Right now, I own two businesses, Naples Realty Group and Naples Homebuyers, fix and flip company focused on flipping, wholesaling, buy and hold apartments, and then we own a real estate brokerage as well that has 18 real estate agents focusing on residential and investment properties. All of this while you're still a full-time engineer? I'm not a full-time engineer anymore. I'm a full-time entrepreneur running those businesses. But over the past four years, I got a real estate license, was doing transactional work, got into the investment space, and was definitely working second shift for a while before making the jump. Tell me how you got started, Dom. So pretty much, I didn't really ever think I'd be here got a real estate license to make some extra money and bought a duplex to live for free so I could start paying off my student loans. Started meeting people in the area that had sizable apartment complexes and portfolios and really was intrigued by real estate investing itself. So started by accident, just looking to save some money. And then when I realized all the benefits and started reading and researching, became obsessed with cash flow, passive income, and making money through real estate and all assets in all areas. After your duplex, what was your next real estate investment? It was actually another two family. 
And that was definitely a point I wanted to make. So obviously you guys interview a lot of people in a lot of different phases of their careers. And for the longest time years, I listened to this podcast every day and was always inspired by some of the people that had maybe not just gotten started, maybe they're just getting momentum and wanted to give some feedback on how I made that jump because it felt like was on the sidelines for three years, waiting to buy the perfect deal, paralysis by analysis. And then once I figured out how to do it, scaled pretty quickly. So second deal basically negotiated a free house and a package deal. So what that looked like, and at the time was a pretty risky maneuver, was still fishing around for a deal, talking to a seller and figured out instead of just purchasing one that he was looking to sell his whole portfolio. And at the time being an agent was running numbers. This was going to be a two plus million dollar deal, six figure commission. I was pretty green in the space at that point. So this was consuming all of my bandwidth, but really what got me thinking different was looking at the commission split between the broker and myself. So right off the rip, losing 30% and then paying another 35% in taxes. So that call it 100K was going to go down to 40 pretty quick. So at that time, started reading and researching different methods and ended up facilitating in lieu of a commission, a 100% owner financed house at more than a 50% discount, which obviously allowed me to later go refinance, pull out a ton of money, have an asset, and then keep that money moving. What a win. Dom, were you working as an engineer while you were transitioning into real estate or did you just cut the cord clean? That's a great point. I was working actually my last day in corporate America, W2 was June 1st of this year. So I was running both parallel, burning the midnight oil, taking long lunch breaks, a lot of doctor's appointments, stuff like that to just go show houses, look at deals, that whole thing. And really that's one thing that I disagree with on social media and a lot of the influencers is just the dive in without a plan. So being an engineer, being pretty type A, I'm a detail freak and like to have everything mapped out. So engineering and exit strategy was a big thing for me and pretty much working backwards from what do I need monthly to live? What do I want to have in excess of that? How many deals do I need to do to get that in passive income? And then pretty much just attack that goal nonstop until I hit it. And then that's when I left. We'll get back to the show in just two minutes. But first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. As your portfolio grows, you need financial management services you can rely on to help you save money and continue making the right choices for your company's future. Realestateaccounting.co's top-tier CFO team uses their deep industry and operating experience to guide real estate syndicators, investors, and family offices through every pivotal moment and crucial decision. Their fractional CFO services include budget-to-actual, cash flow and distributions, and reporting and valuation. Go to realestateaccounting.co forward slash CFO to find out why REA is one of the fastest growing real estate accounting companies around. The real estate experts provide timely analysis and consultations to help you make the most informed decisions possible. See and trust where your portfolio is headed with the customized financial reports based on the KPIs that matter to you and your business. Try it risk-free today at realestateaccounting.co forward slash CFO. If you're not sure where to start investing or need help taking the next step, mentorship and coaching is one of the best ways to get going. 
Think Multifamily is a leading apartment acquisition and education company who provides true one-on-one coaching to help you invest for your family's future. Their servant leadership approach will guide you to successfully scale your real estate business or assist you to diversify your investments in multifamily. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how they help working professionals just like you transform their future through partnering and community. In fact, the majority of real estate investors who partner with Think Multifamily get involved in a general partnership within six months. Thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching highlights the partnerships, joint ventures, and resources all available through the coaching program. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how to become a member and get involved. In your calculations, did you fund all of your purchases or did you use other people's money as well? Depends what kind of deal it is. For fix and flip stuff, we started using our own money and quickly scaled out of that and started raising private money and using that to fuel the fix and flip operation. Use my own money for buying personal deals. And then now in the partnership that I have, we raise private money, do the fix and flip deals and or wholesaling, take those proceeds, roll them into retail purchases, and then also utilize the burst strategy to try to eliminate having a ton of capital of our own tied up in deals. Dom, can you walk the best ever listeners through how you first started taking on private capital? Yeah, the first one's the hardest. It seemed impossible back in the day to find someone that would trust us enough to give us a hundred grand, 200 grand, whatever the amount is. And really to do that and gain trust just was all presentation, confidence and experience. So trying to present the deal professionally with photos, really good looking analysis, showing personal financial statements that at the time, both my partner and I had good income, credit, reserves, all that sort of thing, and explain that we're looking to build relationships and scale out of doing one or two houses at a time to bigger pictures. So the first pitch was more, we don't need the money, we need the relationship and want to scale both together. And once we got the first relationship, others came in the future. And then now we're at the point where we have people calling us, asking us to fund deals and get involved on a weekly basis. So For the listeners, the first one is definitely the hardest and most important, and that's where you want to stick to the details. And once you can get that and build a little momentum, it definitely becomes easier. That's a great mindset. And thanks for sharing that. You wanted to build relationships and scale that. Again, that's great. So you've done a combination of flips, wholesale deals, burrs. Are you still doing all three of those today? Our two businesses, the brokerage and then the investment business touch all elements of real estate. So I like to say that we have a lead generation business. And then when a lead comes in, we figure out how to service it. So we're throwing out all sorts of nets to get motivated seller leads, retail leads, et cetera, et cetera. And then from there, we figure out, is this a fix and flip deal? Is this a wholesale? Is this a whole tail? Are we just going to retail it for the person? Or can we maybe do an off-market deal with one of our clients? What are some creative ways you find motivated sellers? So that's the million dollar question. And right now we've been trying to track and invest in different areas, but honestly, right now that we have an established brand and presence, we've been getting a lot of referrals. So it's hard to track and forecast that. It just seems in the last two quarters, we've been getting a lot of referrals, but pretty much the market seems pretty saturated with a lot of people trying to get involved with wholesaling and such. So slow down on mailers and more conventional methods. And we've switched over to running some pay-per-click ads, 
stuff like that. And really just networking with a lot of the local agents has paid dividends and it's just sweat equity really at that point. So step one, creating a reputable brand. Step two, raising awareness of the brand. And then step three is you figure out where to deploy your money and resources. So long-winded answer, but it's definitely not just as simple. I wish it was just send mailers and get leads or run an ad and get leads, but they come in in spurts from all different angles. And that's always something that we're fine-tuning and looking at basically AD20 where we deploy the capital. Dom, other than single family homes, what other asset classes are you looking at? Right now we're specializing in the two to four units, just based on a number of factors that we're looking at. That's been the sweet spot for us on the Burr method. And we're really heavy on only acquiring things that need a value add either through CapEx and or leasing, really staying away from retail deals right now, just based on the prices and that sort of thing. So two to four families is the sweet spot. And then for flipping, we're really just looking at ones and twos because those are the easiest to turn. Have you considered retail, industrial, warehouse? We have, but just at this time, we have a good niche and system going and we're building out our resources there. So when we started, it was just my partner, Luke and I, and then now we have three acquisitions, people, some part-time bookkeepers, admins, all that sort of stuff. So we're building teams and systems now and fine tuning the skill set on the two to fours. And then when the market changes and we're more flush with cash, we're going to be going into some different, maybe mixed use or larger out of state properties. But for now, we're just sharpening the tools, if you will. Dom, what's an example of a deal you lost money on? And what was a hard lesson that you learned from that? Right now, we haven't lost any money on deals. We have had a close call on an acquisition. And what we did really is we were just sticking to our words. So we had a situation where we made a promise that we would purchase a property. And side note from this, a big thing with us is pride and integrity. And a lot of time with these motivated sellers, they're in a less than ideal situation. And Wholesaling wise, we do wholesale, but we never would lock up a deal that we don't plan on closing. So just pivoting off of that statement, we had a situation where we ran numbers kind of quick. We made an offer on a property and the woman came back to us maybe six months later and said, is this offer still good? Essentially putting our word on the line because we had mentioned if things change, we would purchase it. So when we ran numbers again, we had found a couple other factors and decided it would be tight, but we still closed on the deal just to uphold our reputation and our word. And we did end up sneaking out of the deal, making a little bit of money and not being harmed. But that lesson learned is be more careful with the numbers, but it was the right thing to do. And we could have easily backed out and not taken the chance. What were those other factors? When we had walked through the property, we didn't get a good look in the basement at some of the mechanicals. There's solar panels on the roof, which had some other damage on the roof and things like that. And then one of the decks originally in the snow when we looked at it looked fine, but ended up being pretty rotted out. We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Mark your calendars for the Best Ever Conference February 24th through 26th, back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies, building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. 
Get the lowest prices right now at besteverconference.com. That's besteverconference.com. Here's a problem you're probably not solving for right now. Have you ever had a tenant squat inside your rental and refuse to pay rent? Or are you worried about renting to a serial rent dodger? You've probably used a credit report for tenant screening before. But what if I told you you're missing out on info you need to properly verify prospective tenants? That's a problem, and the solution is Rentify. Rentify provides a summary of a prospective tenant's financial information using bank-verified transactional data you can't get from a credit check. This includes monthly income, payroll, past rent payments, and identity verification. Rentify's reports also highlight non-sufficient funds, overdraft history, and missed rent payments. It's all available at www.trustrentify.com. The best part is Rentify's financial reports instantly verify the full financial picture of a tenant within minutes, so you will no longer have to waste hours or even days verifying their information manually. And you can eliminate the risk of being duped by fraudulent documents and losing thousands of dollars getting unreliable tenants evicted. Visit TrustRentify.com. And use the promo code FAIRLESS for 25% off your first report package. That's T-R-U-S-T-R-E-N-T-I-F-Y.com. Put in the promo code FAIRLESS, F-A-I-R-L-E-S-S, for 25% off your first report package. So where do you see yourself in three to five years? Three to five years, we're looking to really just build up and automate our businesses. Our real estate brokerage in the last 12 months has scaled from pretty much three agents to 18 as of yesterday. That business is essentially automated at this point. So we would like to build the brokerage up a little bit more and make it a little more lucrative and then really just continue building our fix and flip business, getting capital and rolling it into buy and hold properties and hopefully doing the same thing with a bigger team, bigger territory and more delegating. (laughs) What was your biggest bottleneck as you were scaling your company? That's happening real time, I guess, bottleneck working through just things happening quickly. So number of factors, just getting the right people on the team, figuring out how to pay them, all those sort of things. So before when it was just my partner, Luke and I doing everything, we just split everything 50-50. So now we're trying to figure out how to get more people involved, how to delegate workload, and then how to be efficient and attack all areas that are important in the business. Dom, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Personally, given my journey, it took me a long time to gain the courage and stop doing both and really fully commit. My best advice, I would say, is reverse engineer the plan for wherever you want to go. Set strict deadlines, take action, and be consistent. This is definitely not a get-rich-quick business, and everything now, this has been a three-, four-year journey of every single day being obsessed. And if you think that one buy and hold or one flip or one mailer is going to change your trajectory, that's not the case given the market and the competition. Great advice. Dom, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Sure. Dom, what's the best ever book you recently read? Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. And what was your big takeaway from that? I've heard a million people on this podcast say it, so I finally had to figure out what the deal was. And real estate, no matter what side you're on as an agent, investor, a mixture of the both, you're always negotiating whether you like it or not. So globally, just the negotiating techniques and little things I do on a daily basis without even realizing it. So 
I don't know if there's any one key takeaway other than don't split the difference, but there's just a lot of amazing tactics and psychology that's laid out in the book and a couple one-liners that could save you tens of thousands of dollars if you know when and how to apply them. So I've already paid for the book 10 times over, I feel, and definitely recommend it to anyone in sales or it's a really good book to just read and do in life. If you're buying a car, you could use it. So it's a great read. Dom, what's the best ever way you like to give back? Right now, we're giving back a lot to the younger agents in our brokerage. So we've actually combined real estate sales and investing, and that's been an interesting niche for us. Recruiting a lot of young, like-minded agents that pretty much were me three years ago, hungry to get out of the corporate world, hungry to get into multifamilies in their first flip. And Luke and I have pretty much set up an unofficial mentor program for giving advice and time to younger guys and girls who are are trying to get in the space. So that's really what we're doing. We're trying to give back the best we know how, and that's in real estate. And that's got to help your reputation a lot when other potential realtors or existing realtors find out that this is what you guys are doing. It's a game changer and it separates you from your competition that just turns and burns realtors. That's a great program. Dom, how can the best ever listeners reach out to you? Email or any social media handle. My email is dom, D-O-M, at naplesgroup, N-A-P-L-E-S-group.com. Or if you look up Naples Home Buyers, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all the funnels will lead to me. And Dom, is there a particular area that you're focused on? Geographic area? Yeah, we're in Western Mass and Northern Connecticut right now. So probably an hour radius from Springfield, Mass is ideal. Got it. Well, Dom, thank you so much for being on our show today and sharing your journey from being an engineer And I'm sure applying a lot of what you learned and the numbers, the statistics into your real estate journey. So we thank you again for being on the show today. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. It's definitely an honor. Best ever listeners. Thank you for joining us and have a best ever day.